When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Conor McGregor is larger than life. An Irish kid who literally fought his way to superstardom. On the this could be it! And brought an entire sport with him. Just None of this works with Conor McGregor unless he has otherworldly talent, and he has them. The UFC is now reportedly being sold for north of $4 billion. That's what I'm worth to this company. But the only thing more dangerous than his fists is his temper. And I'm gonna kill you and your whole fucking team. You and them bitch kids. Get the fuck out of here. And now you have become the ultimate bully. Arrests, scandals, put his career in jeopardy. I regret my actions by letting you here today. But somehow, against all odds, Connor walked away unscathed. Freedom! Connor at this point is one of the biggest celebrities in the world. He's untouchable at this point. This is a story of one of the greatest showmen on the planet. I'd like to take this chance to apologize. To absolutely nobody! Oh, that looks good! <laughs> Who knows all too well, one of the golden rules of Hollywood is that controversy sells. You're dead when I get me hands on you, do you hear me? If Connor wants to do something, he's gonna do it. And get away with it. TMZ presents No BS, Connor McGregor. Connor McGregor is the modern day Muhammad Ali. This will be no contest. This will be a total annihilation. So I said I'd knock him out in the first round, and I knocked him out in the first round. You can call me Mystic Mac because I predict these things. This guy took a sport, a brutal sport, and turned it into a massive entertainment experience because he not only had the goods to fight, he had Ali magic, and that magic turn something that was kind of a niche into one of the most massively popular sports in the world. Until 2016, the UFC was illegal in New York. Yeah. That, that's how brutal it was. You, they would, it was a pariah of the sports world. Just to read you a line from the promotional material that the promoters have sent to us, each match will run until there is a designated winner by means of knockout, surrender, doctor's intervention, or death. It was brutal. Is he historically as important right. as Muhammad Ali? Muhammad Ali? No, but what he did for his sport is exactly what Muhammad it, it's Ali It's the showman, did. it's Turn. a showmanship. Showman, the greatest showman. The reigning, defending, 155 pound champion of the UFC, the notorious Conor McGregor! I mean, he literally Watch video, I think, of Muhammad Ali before the Sonny Liston fight and watched what he did and watched the movements and watched the trash talk and watched his, his you know, talent and, ha and saw it all come together as a package and he said, I'm gonna do that. The brashness, absolutely the same. The difference is, Connor always seemed to cross a line. I can make you I'm rich. You, I change your bum life. You fight me, it's a celebration. You beat you, when you sign to fight me, it's a celebration. You ring back home, you ring your wife. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Conor McGregor made us rich. Break out the red panties. I'm the money fight in the male, male shit at all weight division, so fuck everybody else up here. Reaches a point where you go, wait a second, is this still just fun? Because now he's offending some people. I want an apology for saying my wife and kids. Suck these big Irish balls. 
it's become his shtick is offending people. And I think that that's part of his whole strategy too in, in fighting his opponents is to get under their skin, to get the public interested. And some of that time, it, it got kind of racist some of the things he'd even say. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. But there's something Connor did that Muhammad Ali didn't do, and that is create a sport. Yeah. And you have to go back to 2001, when Dana White, who is the you know brains behind all of the UFC, um, in 2001, he bought it for like two million bucks. Basically, what we want to do is we want to make this the Super Bowl of mixed martial arts. We want to make it more fan friendly. We want to get the crowd involved in it, and we want to bring back the best fighters in the world. And at the time, it was just this incredibly brutal, unforgiving sport um, that was illegal in a lot of states. Kathy, what do you think? Let's go, whoa. I think we're just missing teeth there. No good roundhouse kick to the face. Yeah, I think it's possible he may have a cut under his eye. Dana had an idea, and we get involved in this very in very short order. But Dana had an idea that how do you turn this into an event like boxing where you know a family can watch, where kids can watch. So the first thing he did was he stripped some of the violence away and he made it a little bit tamer. And what Dana needed, he needed a star. before he was the most famous athlete in the world. Nobody knew who Conor well, was. Because Conor McGregor was this Irish dude who was a, an apprentice plumber who hated his job and took up boxing you know because happened? he was bullied. And then he thought, huh, I'm pretty good at boxing. Now I'm gonna try kickboxing. And then he was good at kickboxing and he said, I'm just gonna try full MMA. Right, he was a plumber and he was working like 14, 15 hour days. And he said, I, I don't wanna do this. this. This can't be my life and I'm gonna go for my dream. You were working as a plumber one day and it was one day when you said. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I had many days on, on site. It's cold, it's damp, it's dark. And I'm looking around at everyone else and I just said to myself, I don't, there was some music playing and I, it was like some, there wasn't even words to it, it was just a kind of a beat and I got like real, I, I went somewhere with it and I was like, I'm, I'm out of here, I'm, I'm gonna just drive out, out of this building so I head home and, and, and pursue this dream of, of becoming a world champion in mixed martial arts and that's what I did. Wants to be a professional fighter, his parents don't want him to be a professional fighter. They say his dad offered him 10,000 euros right. just to go to school. <laughs> like, hey, right. don't be a fighter. Anything. Your teacher said you're smart enough to be a lawyer. Let's stick with that. And he said, no, this is the passion. This is what I want to do. There it is. It is all over. Notorious Conor McGregor is victorious here in Cage Warriors. He wins the featherweight Five. belt. So Conor's in Ireland and Dana is on the hunt for somebody who can captivate and mesmerize. And, and being a good fighter. Let's not right. just make it seem like I think he's that, only that a showman. Get, that gets overlooked a lot. None of this works with Conor McGregor unless he has otherworldly talent, and, and, and he has that. I've been in so much war for this. I feel like I had this belt from day one. I, just, I visualized it in my head, I saw it in my head, and now here I am standing here. So Dana, finds Connor and says, that's my guy. What's Welcome up, to the UFC, man. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> so there's been a lot of hype. I guess yeah. the hype is real, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's good to show it. So one day, we get a call from Dana White. We haven't told this story before, but honestly, it goes to Dana's brilliance. Dana calls up and says, I got a guy. And the guy is magic. That's a great featherweight fight, Marcus Brimage and Conor And he tells us what he wants to do, his vision of UFC. 
And he said, I think we can do it with this guy, but I need your help. And he said, Conor McGregor is bigger than life. 146, 146 Would you follow him around as a lead up to the fight and, and, and show people who this guy is? We went to dinner uh, in Las Vegas right after we signed him. And when I left that dinner, I called my partner, Lorenzo, and I said, listen, I don't know if this kid can even throw a punch, but if he can, this kid's gonna be a huge superstar for us. Brilliant. So then we start seeing him around town in Beverly Hills, West Hollywood. You throw him one little question and he turns it into an incredible soundbite that people outside of the fight world are suddenly going, wait, who is this guy? Do you consider yourself a hipster at all? A hipster? Yeah, um, man. No, I consider myself an ass whooper. <laughs> yeah, I am James Bond as an Englishman. I am the Irish James Bond. <laughs> I remember it was when uh, we got him outside of Boa, actually. We said, how do you think you'd do uh, fighting, say, Jesus Christ? How would you and you versus Jesus in the octagon? How would, that, how would he fare? Me versus Jesus in the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can see the wheels turning in his head, and he knows this is an opportunity. And then he comes back with, he tries to be respectful for us. Says, "Look, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I, all the respect in the world for Jesus." Now, uh, how would me versus Jesus in the earth? I tell you what, it's not a man alive that can beat me. <laughs> but Jesus ain't alive, is he? So I don't fucking know. Maybe he could come back from the dead. Not, I don't know. Um, I'd still whoop his ass. <laughs> we put that up, and it gets a lot massive. of attention. Massive attention. He pulled a John Lennon. Yes. Yes, he did. Always, so then, this guy so always then, brings it back to the Beatles. Man. So then we see him, you know, in, on Rodeo Drive in this Rolls Royce wearing, you know, pink God knows what with Rolexes and $10,000 suits. Not one, but two. You got two cars. Why would you roll? It's me. It's me, He's walking with all this swagger and he's living the lifestyle in the hottest clubs, partying it up, and the antics were matching his hype in the ring. Look at that uppercut. Knockouts, unbelievable. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Dana, 60 G's, baby! <laughs> so now this guy's getting money. He's living, he's a celebrity now. Nobody was indifferent to Conor McGregor. A lot of people loved him, a lot of people also hated him. No, I honestly, I, expect, I said I was gonna put him away in the first round. I put him away in the first round. It would have to be something special to come over here in my hometown. And, and, and take this away from me. There's not, a, there's, not, there's not a man alive that can come on this soil and be me. Whether you love him or right. hate him, you watch right. it. You watch it. Look at this wild stuff. Marcus over the top, looking to finish it here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Some sort of Celtic warrior that's been resurrected from the grave. This was like when we used to get Mike Tyson fights in the 90s. It became an event. If there was Tyson was fighting, someone had to have the fight, and you would buy the pay-per-view, and that's what Connor became. Is like if Connor was fighting, the pay-per-view numbers. That's a great comparison. That electricity, like you can yeah. feel it. What a performance from your hometown boy. Here it one more time. 
punch that lands. Tagged That's him. what McGregor Hard just did hand. there. This could be it. This may be it. Conor McGregor very trying to finish now. this fight. That's it. That's it. Conor McGregor As stops Dennis Seaver. by Chad Mendez. Listen to this place. Oh, big shot by McGregor. Look at the clock closely. Ten seconds. Oh, he's hurt. Could he finish him here? Conor McGregor wow. is a UFC interim wow. featherweight champion. So Jose Aldo um, was unbeatable. He didn't lose a fight in 10 years. Top of the game, nobody bigger, nobody better. Mendez reconnects him and he's free. Oh, That's it. Trying to finish it. Jose Aldo knocks out Chad Mendez. And he was the most dominant person in the sport. Not, not just a champion, the, the undisputed pound for pound MMA champion, the best fighter in the world, period. The McGregor fight was awesome. Do you think he's the most dangerous guy in the world right now? If he beats Jose Aldo, right. that's a whole nother ball game. Jose Aldo hasn't lost in 10 years. He's defended his title seven straight times. You know, when he wins that fight, yeah, then yes, the answer will be yes. He challenged him to the fight. He jumped straight out of the octagon and into Aldo's face, he's like, I'm coming for you next. Connor, after the fight, you ran over, you jumped the fence, ran over to Jose Aldo. What did you say to him? I don't even know what I said. So was gonna be. I don't know him anyway. He's one of them. He's one of them keep saying, I'll talk. He's like something it's out of a movie. fabulous TV. But leading up to that fight, the, the trash talk, I, I had never seen Connor like this. He had talked trash before, but he did not hold back with Aldo. You will be fighting him next for the title. Give us your thoughts on that now. Hold on, I get me spit bookie. I'm gonna hand him my spit bookie. Tell him to go back and spit shine that belt and bring it back here if they're ready for me to take it. How the fuck am I supposed to get excited about this thing and he's gone? He doesn't want to be here. He's not going to be there December 12th like he was not there July 11th. So I'll tell everyone up here, 145 right through to 170, prepare for this fight because I don't think he's showing up. It, it's the opportunity of a lifetime you have, so get ready and don't use Chad's excuse of camps and all this bullshit. Stay ready because he's gone running. That probably did shock Aldo. He's like, what? Yes. This guy is stepping up to me. Nobody does that. Look into my eyes, little man. Little Brazilian. Ooh, vamos here. What you got to say now, face to face, man to man, what you got to say? What you got nothing to say? Thank you guys. Face Thank to face, you. you got nothing to say. You've got nothing to say face to face. Give me that, special in that. Over the rules of the back, protect yourself at all times, obey my commands at all times. I want you to fight hard and I want you to fight clean. If you want to touch gloves, touch it now. Good, step backwards, good luck. Big John had that one under control. Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor, the most highly anticipated featherweight fight of all time. Right before the bell rings, Joe Rogan goes, Conor looks so loose, and Aldo looks stiff. And he then, got in his boom. head. Here we go. Green trunks for the southpaw, the notorious Conor McGregor. Black trunks for the champion, Jose Aldo Jr. Connor relaxed and smiling. Oh! Just he slapped him! Like that! Connor McGregor oh! is the new UFC featherweight champion of the world! Oh! Unbelievable! Whoa. Ten years, one punch. The trash talk, it worked. It, it, it got in his head and it won him the fight. Wow, he just went over and hugged Jose Aldo. And Aldo had a look at his face like he had no idea what was going on. He's, he's holding his hands up. He's confused right now. He's saying what happened. Legitimately one punch KO. That fight changed UFC. You are the undisputed UFC featherweight champion of the world. You did it all, sir. Congratulations. I am happy you did it. Yeah. We covered Connor like we would cover Brad Pitt. I mean, you know, you even, get Connor out. More, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt wasn't always out. Connor was always out. The real champion right here, McGregor. How you yes, doing, buddy? Honestly, love Brad Pitt. Not that entertaining <laughs> when no. you get him out. Right. Connor McGregor was gold. And not just gold for us. At a point, everybody wanted a piece of that. Oh my gosh, you know, you're in the How are you? Best press conference ever. Oh, man. Oh, we're down here. 
I'm wasting time. What else are you gonna do? Train, eat, shop. I come down here and blow a load of money on my beautiful woman and myself. And Dana, I gotta say, hats off to Dana White. He figured it out, he identified the guy, he made it work because Connor did it, but Dana is the one who kind of engineered it. He found his it. unicorn. He found his unicorn. He did. And then he pulled all the right levers. He said, hey, Connor, chill out a little bit. You never know when this money could dry up. Connor's a grown man with plenty of money. He can spend his money however he wants. One of the fun, listen, the fun part of making money is spending money. And yeah. Connor's having fun. I hear you, I hear you. It's powerful. This life is a good life. So all of a sudden, Conor McGregor is the UFC superstar. Dana White has accomplished exactly what he wanted. That all of a sudden, people who go to Las Vegas are going there that weekend to see that fight and around that party and do all the things that Dana wanted. So he turned this violent sport into this amazing entertainment. I mean, just think about that. Do Conor McGregor and his fans take over Las Vegas? The answer is emphatically yes. Absolutely. 100% they take over the entire city. Frankly, when McGregor comes to down, it's a week-long celebration. There's very few times in Las Vegas where the sportsbook has monster financial viability. And, um, those are Super Bowls, March Madness, Kentucky Derby, and now you can add Conor McGregor fights. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. <laughs> the millions and millions, maybe even billions of dollars that he brought into that city for every fight, it was insane. And the celebrities. The celebrities that would just start pouring into Vegas. There was a problem with airspace because there was so many private jets trying to fly in for McGregor fights. Well, like, one of his last insane. fights, you had, you had Trump there, Kourtney Kardashian, uh, uh, Travis Bark. Everybody was there for this guy. It's like the Super Bowl. So there's an uh-oh phase for Dana. <laughs> and that is when Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz decide to fight. Yeah, Conor McGregor, you're taking everything I work for, mother I'm gonna fight your You know what's the real fight, what's the real money fight is me, not these clowns that you already punked at the press conference. Don't no one want to see that, you know you beat them already. That's the easy fight, you want that real Again, Dana White gets really lucky in that Nate Diaz wasn't who Conor was supposed to fight. He was supposed to fight someone else who got injured and Nate was a last minute stand in. And it gets racial. I'm a real motherfucking Mexican fighting grown up. Five Mexicans are about to get stiff and they're on that list too. But it develops into this incredible rivalry that is, that builds an audience for UFC, makes a name for Nate Diaz, um, and does create some problems for Dana White down the line because the fights are so big and Connor knows that people are tuning in for these fights. And now Connor feels like, I got a little power. Nate, how much of the of the purse you're gonna take home do you owe to Conor McGregor? I don't know him. Anything, he owes anything me. over 40 grand he owes me because that was his last paycheck. I wiped my for that money. I tipped that money. I was gonna get it regardless sooner or later. It's coming with or without you. And then the God came and blessed you with it. He also is quadrupling down on the insults. Yeah, he's like a little cholo gangster from the hood and it enraged people. But it enraged people because they wanted to see Conor McGregor get his ass handed right. to So what they do, they bought people, the fight. And they bought, <laughs> so they bought the, the fight. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, it's crazy. People get canceled for that. Conor made millions off of that. He has a bully mentality until a, until a real man shows up. Like Mike Tyson said, he's scared of a real man. John fuck you. It's the best thing you always want to do. You want people to love you and you want people to hate you because both of them are going to pay attention. And, and that's what it is. And it's pay. Like, <laughs> right. And they got to pay. The only way I give a fuck about is the way of them checks. And my checks are always super heavyweight. I But it's also part of like the dichotomy that's Connor is that you just never know what you're gonna get. So it's almost like he has a free pass in some ways because you're like, well, that's Connor. He's just wild and off the rails and you know, no holds barred. 
So it, there's almost no consequences when you are when he's that free and that absurd. You guys remember the incident where they were throwing the water bottles at one another? That's Fuck you. That's all right. Hey, 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 Connor. Connor, don't throw those fucking. Yeah, Connor. Connor. That's a wrap. Get him out of here. Connor and Nate Diaz hated each other, right? Hated each other. All right, gentlemen, we've been over the rules. Protect yourself. Nate Diaz! Connor McGregor! There's a nice left hand by Connor. And there's another one. And there's another one. Boom! There's one on the chin that stunned Conor McGregor. Good stylistic matchup. Oh! Again with the combination. Now Conor is at less than 100%. So he loses that fight. He's Conor trying to get out of it. Conor's in serious trouble. One minute on the clock. Diaz gets oh! the out. My goodness. Now he's got, he's got the back. He's got the chance! Nate Diaz! He's out! He has done it! He is all over! Nate Diaz beats Conor McGregor! Oh my goodness! What a night, ladies and gentlemen! What a night! Nate Diaz, <laughs> you just shook up the world. How's that feel? Hey, I'm not surprised. <laughs> and then, in the second fight, all of a sudden, what Dana, Dana created Frankenstein, because all of a sudden, Conor McGregor wants a fortune. Nate Diaz finds out about it, and he says, screw this, I want a fortune I, too. I won the fight. And Dana wants this fight so badly, and both of them are impossible to deal with. And if Conor gets more than Nate, Nate gets pissed off, and Conor feels I absolutely deserve more than Nate. Well, you know what happened in between those two fights, though? The UFC, originally purchased for $2 million by the Fertitta brothers in 2001, is now reportedly being sold for north of $4 billion. So Dana White sells UFC to a Hollywood talent agency, William Morris Endeavor. Now it's very clear this is about show business. How much is Conor worth to the UFC and then Conor how much are you worth to the UFC? 4.2 billion dollars. 4.2 billion dollars, that's what I'm worth to this company. Now, but does he make that deal without Conor McGregor's showmanship leading up no, to it? No, 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 no. But that's what, if you're Conor and you see this, you're like, oh, okay, well, we need to have a conversation. So, Connor just makes it impossible for Dana. And all of a sudden, the big star that caused William Morris to buy this is saying, I'm not gonna fight. I want a king's ransom. And now I've got a family. Now I've got a kid on the way. So, I'm coming for mine now if you want me back. Ultimately, they make a deal and he fights Nate Diaz again. I want you to fight hard, but fight clean. If you want to touch gloves, touch now. Good luck, you both of you. Like I said the first time, not a chance. And there's a nice left hand that dropped him. And another clean left hand by McGregor. Excellent first round for Conor McGregor. Oh, he tagged him. He tagged him. Straight left connects. Diaz covers up. Takes one to the body. There's still plenty of time in this oh round, Mike. The biggest fight in MMA history. Beautiful takedown by Nate Diaz. In the final seconds of the fifth round. Could be huge on the judges' scorecards. Wow. What a fight. And the second time, he wins. 47, McGregor. Lynch Rover scores it. 47-47. And Derek clearly scores it, 48-47, for the winner by majority decision, the notorious Conor McGregor! And then, almost immediately after, Conor gets a second belt. You have the opportunity tomorrow to be the first champion ever to hold two titles simultaneously if you win. Give us your thoughts on this fight. It's just another day for me. I do this every week. 
McGregor well in control. Alvarez getting loose, getting better here in this round, though. Oh, man. Until that. Oh, he's done. He's wow. done. History has been made. Conor McGregor is the UFC lightweight champion. So he's at the absolute pinnacle of UFC. Yeah. This is the brilliance of Conor McGregor. He could say, okay, I'll fight again and make a couple million bucks and I'll keep making a couple of million bucks, which for the UFC, by the way, is unbelievable. Nope, you gotta continue to shake it up. He could have been happy with that. He could have been. He wasn't. Our sports department was the first to kind of get involved in this thing between Floyd Mayweather and Conor, where there were rumblings where Conor wanted to fight Floyd. Floyd started talking about, well, maybe I'll fight Conor. And we were the ones that kind of ginned this oh, up. Floyd says he's down to do the fight, but Floyd's you... Floyd's a bitch. I know that. And he's petrified. I understand I that. I flew to Las Vegas, and he didn't show his face. As soon as I touched down in Las Vegas, he retired twice. He's like the Floyd Mayweather of the MMA, the UFC. Uh, I didn't know Conor McGregor was undefeated, but I didn't know that he had uh, a reign in MMA for 20 years and undefeated and was world champion in five different weight classes. That's something I didn't know. Yeah. So I guess you guys telling me something new. By the way, a lot of the traditional sports media laughed at us for talking about that. That'll never happen. Different game, brother. <laughs> totally different game. You guys love the drag the Floyd Mayweather thing into it. Of course, it. man. He would ragdoll Floyd Mayweather. You think? Floyd Mayweather's this big. <laughs> Have you seen him? Yeah. He's this tall. <laughs> and all he knows how to do is punch. Yes, he would ragdoll him. I'll be honest, I thought it was never gonna happen. Yeah. I was like, guys, there's no way Floyd Mayweather is doing this. He's, he's, there's, just no, there's no reason for him to do it. Right. Why would he do this? There are two different lanes, but these are two of the best dancers in each lane. So it's kind of like, you come to my backyard, like, Floyd couldn't ignore, like, it's Floyd. He is the showman. Like, he can't ignore that. You gotta get out there. Everyone's talking about their whole UFC, U Connor situation. Is it just kind of a fart in the wind, or is it really ever gonna... Well, you know, I ain't gonna talk about that right now. And it was a pride thing. I'll never forget when our camera op gets out of there, gets out Floyd out on the street, and he's like, so Connor's kind of the Floyd Mayweather of MMA. Never compare. Conor McGregor to me. That's a total disrespect. Well, what would it, yeah. I mean, once again, um, I, I'm an elephant. Elephant don't beef with ants. You know, elephant is so large, you don't even see ants. And it was a great line. I still use that line today. <laughs> to who, Babcock? Who you be saying that to? <laughs> it's a great line, and Floyd and, and they were, they were like this. And as much as they seemed to really not like each other, they needed each other. And they knew it. So I got Floyd yesterday, right? He uh -huh. said he didn't see your fight. Do you believe him? No. Do you believe him? I don't know. Yeah, but right. but he compared, you, he compared you to an ant. He said he's an elephant. Time to say it to my face. It was right. brilliant for Conor. Conor made $5 million in three fights at UFC. And that is the Which most anybody a, made. Right. Peanuts compared to what he stood to make you fighting Floyd, May mm -hmm. Floyd, Floyd oh, Mayweather. Yeah. Peanuts. I wonder who the million cash. To fight him on the boxing rules, he's afraid of a real fight. Two years of hype, like back and forth, and just escalating and escalating, and then all of a sudden. We know it's now happening. Come on, baby. Uh, TMZ Sports has all the details about Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. It is going to be a 12-round boxing match, 154 pounds. I was stunned. But we have to say how much they, they got for this fight, right? They were gonna get a fortune. Uh, a fortune. We didn't know but how everyone much. expected the fight to be a joke. One, regardless. One round. Right. There'd be one round, there's no way that Connor's gonna be able to go against the guy who's right. held Although, his, yeah. the Connor boxed as a 13-year-old, but he was not a boxer. He wasn't. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like, no, right, you have the best, maybe the best guy ever. Meanwhile, Floyd is undefeated and arguably the greatest boxer of all time. This game is easy. Honor Money Mayweather! When I count the tree, I want this entire arena to scream, fuck the Mayweathers! <laughs> One, two, three, fuck the Mayweathers! Let's wrap it. Let's wrap it. Undisputed top attraction, the one and only Floyd Money Mayweather. Wow.
limited world tour to promote the fight. They just stopped in different cities and they'd have these right. press not, conferences. Not just cities, Charles, different countries. Right. They, they went overseas. They, the world. Right, they went to the UK. And during yeah. that promotion, for some reason, Connor decides that he's gonna start making some, some racial comments. A lot of media seem to be saying, I'm against black people. That's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Do they not know I'm half black? Yeah! I'm half black from the belly button down. Sing it to me. I want you to sing it to me. And I want you to dance for me. You sing it, you dance. You fucking weasel and you fucking bitch. And again, I'm sure it was probably just all part of the show and they agreed and we know that they're both in on this. But to me watching it, I was like, all right, that's going too far. And I kept saying, when is Floyd gonna say enough is enough? Like, because the things he, he was saying were just, it was unnecessary. It's just another psychological layer to help sell more pay-per-view buys. Is that fair? I don't know, because yeah. I don't know. After a while, it's hard for me to discern whether Conor McGregor is truly racist or this is just quote unquote racist shtick that he's doing. He's just pushing farther and farther to sell more and more pay-per-views. Yes. He was rubbing his head at yeah. some point, like. You little slaphead. You little slaphead. You don't do that to a black man. So Connor is crossing this line and saying and doing things that you just don't do in public. You don't do to a black man anywhere. And then he shows up to the, the weigh-in without the jock strap. Hold on. I mean, honest yeah. to God, honest to God. That's what he said. You're right. They, saw a but lot they... more in that weigh-in than <laughs> anybody anticipated or wanted to see. And the real shocker is it's actually a good fight. Mr. McGregor, Mr. Mayweather. Yes. Gentlemen, let's do this. Conor McGregor's professional boxing career is Mayweather's 388 rounds. Histrionics and showmanship that has endeared him. They go 10 rounds. 10 rounds. And so you're going, wait a second, this thing is actually gonna be a fight. And it, again, Honestly, watching it, I felt like Floyd was letting him. I don't know this. Floyd was carrying Connor. If Floyd let him right. last to put on a better show. Uh, who cares? Yeah. Honestly, you got to watch yeah. a, a great fight that went, was 10 rounds. And, and the ref stopped it. Floyd Mayweather has McGregor on the ropes, literally and figuratively. How is the notorious one still standing? And that's it. Being $100 million off of the Floyd Mayweather one fight. Night. Hundred million. A hundred million dollars. The pinnacle, you've hit it. Like, you know, that now you're. Yeah, it raises profile even more. Oh, uh, yes. You know, it was a matter of being fatigued, I think, to some of the early body shots. So, Connor made a hundred million dollars, Floyd made three hundred million dollars, and the fight itself brought in over six hundred million dollars. That's just crazy. Crazy. Okay, so, look, now Connor has two belts in the UFC. He's just made $100 million, so Connor is a very rich man, which is something he wanted and felt he was owed, and he did it. So now the question is, what is Connor McGregor's next move? When he was young, he had three goals. He said, I want to be champion, check. Uh, I, I want to make a, a crap load of money, check, and I, I, wanna, I want my family to be set forever. All of those were accomplished. What was looming was a fight with Khabib. I mold my opponents, make them tired, take them down. These guys not in my level. Only one kick in the jungle. He's the guy that everybody has been saying for years is the best lightweight on the planet. Khabib! And everybody thought this is a make or break thing for Connor. But I, I don't know. But when you're competing at that level, there's gotta be a pride that he has as a fighter, right? right? You can't right. be at that level of combat sports and not have some pride. Connor thought he was the best. Khabib was undefeated. 
he, they could not be polar opposites. They are completely different people. Happy birthday, Shine the Bus. I, I don't drink. Why don't you drink? drink. Why don't you drink? I'll tell you, some booze are parties. You're mad backwards, cunt. Khabib is a very religious person. He still lives with his, he lived with his parents at the time. Complete opposite of Conor McGregor. They told me that they have chicken jaws in Dagestan, and I believe them because I know a glass jaw when I see one. And I've seen this man wobble many times. I've seen his brother sparked unconscious in another promotion. I know he is afraid of a smack. And if you're afraid of a smack off me, a smack will feel like a double barrel shotgun. Fuck him and his mentality. I don't give a fuck about him. My heart is black towards this man, towards his team, towards his people. I could truly see the inside of that man's head and smile. I don't give a fuck about him or his people. Ooh, slap him then. Do something about it. What are you gonna do about that? Is that the disrespect in you? Do something then, I'll just shut your mouth. Fucking fool you. Let's, uh, let's Backwards back, cunt. Thanks, Connor. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Assalamu alaikum alada. Well, we're seeing the tipping point of when things have escalated so far that the hot water is getting just too fucking hot. I got to tell you, I remember, I think we broke this, we broke oh, this yeah. story. And we got the surveillance footage. And we got the surveillance video of one of the most shocking things that I have seen in a long, long, that I had I, seen. Yeah. That I'm sitting here. I have no idea which one you're talking about, though. Because no, there's been, there's City. been, New hello, York New York City. You know the Broadway show, Hello, Dolly? Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> Yo! Hey, what the fuck? Fuck, what the fuck? Fuck, Oh, shit, The situation was, Khabib got into an altercation, Khabib and his friends, with one of Conor McGregor's friends. That infuriated Conor McGregor so much that he literally got on a plane and flew across the world from Ireland to New York City. And Conor and his friends, they just stormed the Barclays Center and Khabib was on a bus and Conor just lost it, literally lost it. And he hurts people. He really he hurts, hurts people. people. He literally does. Like badly. What the fuck, fucking pussies? They threw a chair through our window of our bus and we're stuck at the Barclay Arena. Mike Chiesa's cut really bad. Did he throw that? Yeah. Michael Chiesa was another UFC fighter. Face all cut up from glass. Literally had to be removed from his fight. Rose Namajunas, another star, UFC star. Really messed her head up. She was traumatized. This is felony battery. NYPD Literally. got a call for a 25 person brawl. Right. And Dana, Dana White called it the darkest moment in UFC history. Hey, hey. So Dana all of a sudden sees Conor McGregor unleashed. And we had never seen anybody do anything quite like that. And remember, Conor was charged with three felonies. He could have gone to prison for this. And most people would be in big trouble, right? Yeah, oh, they'd be cut. There was a warrant out for Conor McGregor's arrest, and um, uh, they're looking for him right now. His plane cannot take off. He cannot leave the state of New York uh, with this warrant. He'll be grounded, and uh, I'm assuming eventually, if they don't catch him, he'll turn himself in. Uh, you can imagine he's going to be sued beyond belief, and uh, this was a real bad career move for him. They issued an arrest warrant for him. Three misdemeanors, one felony. He turns himself into NYPD, and at that point you think there's there's no way he can get away with this. We have the video, We, you, you see it on video. We put it on TMZ, we got the video and we put it, and everybody and saw right. it. I remember thinking at that moment that Dana White's gotta feel like I let a genie out of the bottle and I can't put him back in now. He was great because he made us lots of money and turned us into this worldwide entertainment company. But now this guy is out of control and I can't. I gotta I can't say, do anything about it. I disagree. Because he danced the line so hard when you said, when everybody asked him, what are you, the consequences? What are you gonna do? Is he banned from UFC? Is he suspended? And he said, I'm gonna let it play out in court. I'm gonna let it play out in court. And then what happens? Connor pleads down, pleads guilty to misdemeanors. They drop the felony. But explain to me how the DA 
would do that. I'm just, honestly, I'm right. I'm still shocked It's not like that. you can say nobody got hurt. People did get hurt. How do you feel about the plea deal, Connor? How do you feel about the plea deal, Connor? Do you have an anger problem? Do you have an anger magic, Connor? Connor at this point is one of the biggest, not even not a, just a fighter, one of the biggest celebrities in the world. This guy, he's untouchable at this point. Connor, you Connor, how you feel about your plea agreement, boy? Freedom! Freedom, freedom. I agree. He was facing seven years in prison. He got and he pleads five out to days community, community service yeah. and a misdemeanor. And he did that community service at two churches, and they said they loved having him. But like, that wasn't the end of it as far as the legal ramifications. No, right. He did not learn his lesson. He, he was sued for that, too, though, for yeah, that accident. Also had a lawsuit. Yeah. Settled, Which out settled, of court, right, and but, dropped. but remember, too. So again, his money can make things yeah. go away. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then after, after he pled down and got less than a slap on the wrist, nothing from the UFC. Uh, they took care of it in the judicial system. Yeah. No consequences. No consequences. It did send a message to Connor that I really am untouchable. Because he did not stop. Of course it sent that message. To me, the pinnacle is, we have this footage of him outside the courthouse. I regret my actions that led me here today. I understand the seriousness of this matter, and I'm hopeful that it gets resolved soon. Thank you, everyone. But then, the press conference for the fight with Khabib that's still going on, he says, if Khabib had gotten off that bus, I would have murdered him. Just thank the Lord Jesus Christ that that man had not got the balls to step foot off, off that bus, because trust me, or that the bus door did not open. Because if that bus door had have opened, this man would be dead right now. He would be in a box and I would be in a cell and we would not have this great fight ahead of us. All that contrition of, oh, I feel so bad. Why would a guy like Conor McGregor have any contrition if he does racist things with Nadia's, racist things with Mayweather, commits a felonious act and injures people, gets away with it? Why would he have any contrition? It's like, this is who I am, and I can do it, and nobody does right. anything and, and to me. people love it, by the way. So Connor and Khabib finally fight. And Khabib wins. He makes Connor tap out. Back mount. There's the choke. He's got it. It's under the neck. There it is. Nope, it's on the chin. There's the tap. Yeah. Still undisputed. Khabib Nurmagomedov has finished Connor McGregor tonight. Fight's over. After a fight, usually the guys hug, right? No, that did not happen here. Oh, and no, now Khabib no, no, jumps no, the no, fence. No, 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 Whoa. no, no. And he's going right at Dylan Dennis. Mayhem. Oh, no. Yeah, you knew there'd be a brawl in the build-up to the fight. He refers to Khabib's uh, manager as a terrorist. Shoot you, Ali Abdelaziz, my terrorist. Terrorist sneak. Ali. I know a lot about you as well, you my rat. So there's beyond bad blood, and that's why after the fight, this thing blows up. Well, Khabib wasn't kidding when he said no handshake after the fight. Oh! And now one of Nurmagomedov's teammates throws a right hand at Connor. All hell has broken loose! This is crazy. Connor didn't do anything. I mean, Connor lost, but he stayed there and he got attacked. True. Khabib jumped out of the octagon, attacked Dylan Dennis. His friends jump in the octagon and attack Connor. Connor didn't even retaliate. I mean, he has got, he got jumped. What's gonna happen is, uh, this is what I believe, if I put this belt on you, everybody's gonna start throwing shit into the octagon. You wanna talk about ugly moments in the UFC, and Nate Diet, this was a very ugly moment for the UFC. That was disgusting. It was two things disgusting. Khabib jumping out of the octagon and attacking Dylan Dennis was foolish. But, but Khabib's friends jumping into the octagon and attacking Connor, who had no idea that they were there, just jumped on him. It was completely cowardly. Dana finally has to do something. Dana doesn't suspend Connor. The Athletic Commission suspends him for what happened after the fight. 
with Khabib. Breaking news in the Sports Center. The Nevada Athletic Commission has decided to uphold and continue the suspensions for Conor McGregor and Habib Nurmagomedov. The suspensions were part of the punishment handed down after the post-fight brawl following UFC 229. So now Connor is on suspension, so he has a measure of punishment that he's never experienced really before. And some free time that he's never had before. So, Connor McGregor, free time like you said, Andy, he's hanging out in Miami outside the Fountain Blue Hotel. Five in the morning. A fan sees Connor McGregor, one of the biggest stars in the world. He just wants to go over and get a picture with him. What does Connor do? Connor smacks the phone out of his hand, stomps it and then puts it in his pocket and leaves, which leads to a whole yeah, other incident right, for right, him. That's called robbery, by right. the way. <laughs> right, you've got a $1,000 iPhone and... Taking by force that which is not yours. So it's a robbery. Right. He gets arrested. He doesn't have anything on him, right? Uh, no, no, jewelry sir. or anything? No, 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 what makes it easier? Okay. So you think now, especially after what he did with the dolly, he's going to the pokey. No question, right? <laughs> <laughs> no way. He gets arrested, he gets charged, and he gets sued by the fan claiming $15,000 in damages, emotional and otherwise. So he pulls right. out his wallet. <laughs> yeah, the lawsuit goes away with the fan, he makes that go away, and then suddenly that fan is no longer cooperating with prosecutors in Miami, so that goes right, away so your as criminal well. charge is gone too. Criminal charges, because they can't make a case without uh, again, clear as day on video. Even though it's on and then video. Just... Right. He probably spent more that night on bottles, honestly. It's right, it's nothing to him. Connor, what happened? Connor, how was live last night before the altercation? Give him space. So Connor McGregor is flush with cash. He's got $100 million more than that, actually. And you know, the UFC is great and it keeps his name in there, but Connor's got bigger dreams. He's now, he has the ability to be an entrepreneur. Star and power he does too. what a lot of celebrities, uh, we've seen a lot of celebrities do, uh, which is start uh, an alcohol line, a whiskey company called Proper 12. With all the success of Proper 12, people say it's gone to me head, but I'm still the same old underdog from Dublin who enjoys a rich and smooth whiskey at the end of a long day. Now that's how brought by Kitty. <laughs> and it's a huge hit. So now Conor McGregor is a businessman. I mean, this guy was a plumber and with a dream. Look, he did a lot of really crappy things and yeah. said a lot of crappy things. But on a different level, wow. A teenager with a dream so big and achieves it. The whiskey is a huge success. It makes him the highest paid athlete in the world in 2020. $180 million, according to Forbes. But it wasn't even the fighting, it was right, the whiskey. Was, right. He had bigger dreams, and he accomplished those dreams. But then he reverts back. Look, he is a showman, he's a smart businessman. Yes, he was drunk with power, but there's an incident, and it's related to his proper 12. He's in a bar in Dublin, and he's buying shots for everybody, everyone, proper 12 A for proper everyone. 12. Yeah, and there's an older gentleman sitting next to him who, according to reports, did not care for any proper 12, didn't want a shot. And so we have it plain as day on video. He turns to this guy and just for, and punches him. Square in the face. Cold guy. World-class fighter just punches this guy in the face. Do you know what I got from that? Because I feel the same way you do. It was just that, a guy doesn't want your whiskey and your reaction to that with having deadly for, you know, you have, you, you have hands that are deadly weapons and you would do this because you're offended and that's the way you react because he doesn't, it's that really. His, that was his ego there. Everybody loved him and he finally got rejected by somebody. It is really weird because you remember that the whole, let's go back to the whole start of why he even got into combat sports. He was being bullied. Bully, exactly. Right. And now you have become Good the point. ultimate bully. Some guy doesn't want a shot of your freaking whiskey, so you punch him in the face? That was the saddest part, was that afterwards, the guy tells reporters, he's like, I'm just having a pint at the bar, and and he's a bully. He's a bully with money. And yep. I, I think I should be able to That's enjoy a beer without getting punched in the face. So after that, I remember this so well, because I thought, you know, 
he's learned something about PR because all of a sudden we start seeing pictures of his fiance D, um, his kid. Becomes this kind of family man. They were at Disney World one time, right? And, yeah. and, and he was trying to recast his image because I think he realized it's kind of odd, but that's what that's where he went too far. Right. I mean, you would think it might be the dolly, or you'd think it might be the cell phone, or you'd think it might be a lot of other things, the racism, but that punch to that guy did something to Connor, and I think the light bulb went off, and he said, I gotta change my image. And suddenly, it's this family member, like you say, at Disneyland, you know, on the beach, you know, with his family and loving and all. You gotta hand it to him, in a way. Yeah, they don't have a little script on it. Read your signature, too. Like, one, two, okay, yeah, and again, yeah, and again. Obviously, he's a huge success now. He is rich beyond his wildest dreams. But in the, the fight game, he starts to have some, some missteps. Oh, oh, my God! That's the ball! Oh, oh, Knockdown from Poirier! Oh Dustin Poirier has a knockdown Conor McGregor! He has lost twice to Dustin Poirier, and the last time he fought Poirier is when he snapped his leg in half. Oh! Yeah, they both missed. It looked like they Look, came together. He fell back on his own yep. ankle yes, and broke yes. it. Give us your thoughts on how it was going. I was boxing the blade and head off him, kicking the blade and leg off him. You will show you do it to close the distance. This is not over. If we had to take this outside with him, it's all outside. So it seems like it's a good thing that he's a huge success because at this point, I think a lot of people are questioning whether. Conor McGregor can actually come back. How long till we see you back in the cage, Conor? And he says he wants to do it, but I think it's hard to get up at 4.30 in the morning and go running when you have a Lamborghini yacht. And it's hard, right? He, how can you have, how can you possibly have that hunger? I think there's a pride about him and like, and like an animalistic hunger. Right, he's older, he's got a leg, he's got a metal rod through his leg. Do you know what's kind of interesting? He modeled his career at the beginning with Muhammad Ali, and he kind of is ending his career the same way Muhammad Ali ended his, maybe staying a little too long. Yeah, and, and maybe <laughs> and maybe if he remembers that, maybe he doesn't come back again. February of 2023 is his 10-year anniversary of signing on with the UFC. That's a decade yeah. of a lot of I'll punches. I'll tell you what, that is a long time, but it is actually incredible to me that he is become, from somebody who was unknown to this mm. in Changed that time. the whole game. It, yeah. And the legacy right. of these record-breaking fights. There's absolutely no way the last images of Conor McGregor and the Octagon are gonna be on a broken leg. I, I agree with we're, you. We're going to see him again. <laughs> In spite of all of this, before, well, before Dana White, but also before Conor McGregor, people called UFC human cockfighting. And now it's an art form. Yeah. And I think that's Conor. It is oh, Conor. Oh, it's Conor. It is Conor. transformed that sport with a lot of right. engineering I mean, by Tom Brady's great and all that, but Tom Brady didn't create football. No. I mean, this guy right. essentially created the sport. It's true. Yeah. So record-breaking uh, purses. Yeah, five out of the six top UFC fights of all time are all Conor McGregor fights. As far as pay-per-view money, right? As far as, far yeah. as, as viewership, uh, pay-per-view money, all of it.
top UFC right. fights of all time. I mean, time. There, there are right now like 600 fighters in the UFCs. There have been thousands and thousands of fighters. Every single big fight is him. Half a million. You're making bets with the half a million I gave you? 48,000 you went from. You went from 48,000 to half a million. Thank me and be grateful. Be grateful. That's what I'm worth to this company. Look, my, I remember Ali as a kid, like my mom, who doesn't care anything about most sports, wanted to watch Ali fights because it was an event. And that's what Connor has done, is taken people who would not give a rat's ass about a UFC fight. Yeah. And it's an event, and now everybody wants to see it because they want to be able to talk about it. Fighting out of Dublin, Ireland. about the talk and I talk and I talk and I talk but guess fucking what I back it up I back it up as the fight comes closer he's like a scared little boy Jackson smiling oh! Conor McGregor is for real I get to quadruple my net worth for half a fucking fight you're dead when I get my hands on you do you hear me Conor McGregor I kind of feel a, a certain way about him personally, and I think, look, he's an extremely talented fighter, an even better entertainer, but he's a jackass. And that's kind of how I've always seen him. Like, he's like the Takashi 6ix9ine of UFC. Like, ooh, great comparison. Takashi came in, he seemed like this aimless person who was just doing all these antics or whatever, but there was a strategy. I don't really gotta say too much. I put a million back on my neck. He knew who to go after. He, know how, he knew how to go after them, how many times to do it, when to back off. Connor did the same thing. He got to a point where he dominated UFC. So what do you do? You look around and say, well, where can I go next? The biggest and the best. Floyd Mayweather, you do that. What do you do next? Take on people who are going to expand your brand and make you more money. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Connor's legacy, an incredible fighter, even better showman, but outside of fighting, an absolute punk. Punk. Who, who I don't think deserves a lot of respect. You called him a cholo in there. So that's kind of racially motivated. Did you mean to say it like that? Mate, shut the fuck up and you wait me. One of the greatest showmen that sports has ever seen, to me. A guy who, although there was more talented fighters who came before him, a guy who literally put a sport on the map and it's, it's one of the biggest things in the world right now. I see it every single weekend. That's Conor McGregor. Featherweight champion and the former UFC lightweight champion, the one, the only, the notorious Conor McGregor! I so admire people who have a dream and figure out how to execute it when they have very little in life. And the fact that he was able to do this and accomplish it, not just once and not just in one field, but in multiple fields, I so admire that. Made history here tonight. I set another record. I'm the first fighter in UFC history to, to, to secure knockout victories at featherweight, at lightweight, and now at welterweight across three weight divisions. So I'm very, very proud of that. But at the same time, he squandered so much of it in terms of goodwill, in terms of good that he could have done by really acting like a thug. And I just think on that level, it is so disappointing because we started this by talking about Muhammad Ali, right. who really Connor copied in the octagon, but didn't copy him at all outside and the admiration people have for Ali is not there for Connor. Let's get this party started! When we started TMZ, we did not cover athletes. And we started doing it maybe a year or two in, and every time we did, 
there was this massive interest. Conor McGregor is the biggest crossover star. Like, we have the sports website, and then we have TMZ homepage. But anytime sports would put anything about Conor McGregor up, we always put it on the homepage because it has the biggest crossover audience of any other athlete. I mean, maybe LeBron. He, but he has... Well, until Giselle Bale. Yeah. <laughs> he has, and by the way, he's capitalizing now on the fact that uh, the UFC is owned by WME because he's going to be a movie star. And he, by the way, had gotten, throughout his career, had gotten lots of offers to be in movies and always turned it down and said, I got to focus on fighting. I got to focus on fighting. Now he said, all right, I'll be in the new Roadhouse. So that's, that's a role that he's going to be doing in 2023. So he really is Teflon. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've learned that, at the very least, if Connor wants to do something, he's going to do it. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. And get away with it.